Yeah. You know, usually there's a lot of nonsense that Chris is creating some things to try to get us going. All that. that was all kind of true. I think that the reality show for us at the Marine Corps is a, is a pretty good idea, especially on a, on a Veterans Day. I am excited to talk to Sean McVay. And he was pretty – Matt Stafford was bad yeah. last week. And I am excited for him. I think for the first time in a long time, everything in the open was true. I'm excited. One of Morales's true strengths is – making your voice talking about Matt Stafford <laughs> how that doesn't appear like the fact that we got to go one week without hearing that that hurts me I, I just hope Morales really takes this into consideration for the show for the future of the show got to bring that thing does, in a little bit more often. does my voice go up when I talk about Matthew Stafford you is, get excited I, just think I, about I anything you know what it is mm -hmm. it's I've been through the valley and now I'm at the mountaintop or getting or I'm climbing the mountain or at least I'm yeah, approaching you're not at the mountain no you're yeah. I'm not I yeah. that's why I, I checked it I I checked myself but we're ascending we're what, what do they call it when you're halfway up and you sleep base camp yeah that's we're, right. we're at that's base right. camp so I'm getting ready to ascend to the summit uh with with Matthew Stafford this is good all right. I'll, I'll ask Sean McVay about that at uh, 11.45-ish. Ish. We'll see how uh, how that plays out. Okay, I don't know how this works, and maybe you know somebody can help me here. Um, we need a full investigation inside of this studio because I was here, it felt like, two and a half hours ago. That's your problem. And my laptop was charging perfectly <laughs> oh, in the other side of the studio. Right. Then I walk in this morning. I get everything all set up, grab my little mic piece here, Get the uh, get the headphones, you know, plug in my cell phone, all that stuff. And I look, my charger, just a regular old laptop here, no charger to be found. I don't know <laughs> if you left call. the laptop, but took the charger. Well, I had the laptop. I oh. leave the charger. I don't take it home. I didn't need it. It was already fully charged. I don't know if you call. Do we call the LAPD? How does this work? Because <laughs> so, whatever the hell is going on outside of this studio, I think people need to start paying attention. If you grab my charger, I'd appreciate <laughs> if I could get it back. I'm sitting at 57%, and we have three hours to go on the show. You do that thing like in fifth grade where somebody steals like the stapler off the teacher's desk, and she says, look. I'm going to turn off the lights. Whoever took it, just put it back on my desk. No questions asked. We're just, I would like it to be back. We could try that. That's, that, that's that one would way be to nice. Do it. I will say this, and I'm not here to call out anybody, but we're not the only ones in the studio right now. <laughs> There's other people in the it's office true. right There's now. There's traffic what for am the I first time go? in a while. What am I going to go face to face and look at these people in the eyes and tell them, hey, did you take my charger? Do you want me to be sympathetic as your co host, or do you want me to be like I would be if this was happening to one of my children? I think you should be sympathetic <laughs> okay. because there might easily come a time at like 10.54 where I'm like, hey, it's gone. The juice is gone. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry that your your computer is going to go dead, but if and 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 I hope that it returns. And yeah. I'm very sorry that you've lost an important part of your audiovisual. I know where you're going here with this. But if you were one of my children, yeah. after I'm done being sympathetic, I would Why say, "Why did you take it home? No, your your failure you to plan it? does not make it my emergency, right? That." Just because you did something wrong doesn't make it my problem. You need now. Maybe next time you won't leave your charger behind. Maybe if you have to spend your own money right on a charger, you'll be right a little now. more careful about where you leave your belongings. So no, I'm not going to replace that for you. This was a safe <laughs> place. <laughs> Alan, I also I, I peg you as Talk a label me, guy. Talk you to know, me. where you label everything that's yours. So did you label your no label, charger? No label. Okay. Just a lot of trust. A lot of trust in wow. mankind. That's your, that's, well, that's a huge mistake in man. Like you gotta, you gotta. The circle of trust. What move is that? Uh, the meet the parents, right? Where you're in the circle of trust. <laughs> that's right. You, 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 you need to have that circle be pretty tight. 
there there can be rings to the circle where there's like the people that are just in, random strangers. Can you hold my credit card? I'll pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> the passcode is one seven five five. No, the, the circle can get rings. Social security on yeah, Instagram. I was going to say this is this feels like a Sliwa problem. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. If you want to participate today, and we would ask that you do because we love the participation, you can do it on the Dr Pepper call in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr Pepper. College football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr Pepper. The one fans deserve. The Lakers beat Miami. Yes, that's what I'm talking about right now. They, and there, there's a million aspects to this, facets yeah. to it, yep. um, and we're, we're going to get to them all. But the the number one, the thing that is the best part about what happened last night, mm-hmm. they beat a really good team. For the first time all year, the Lakers played a team that has championship aspirations of their own, so, well, maybe since Phoenix, but won. Last time they played a team that had championship aspirations was Phoenix. They got crushed. The team time before that, it was Golden State. They got crushed. This was the time where you went, and I get it, Jimmy Butler's a ton of extenuating circumstances. Who cares for the time being? Yeah. The Lakers yeah, sure, went in sure. and managed to win a game in overtime against a good team. Um, needed it. Kind of uh, one of those games, too. Fourth quarter, they were down eight, nine points. They could have easily folded shop. Looked like they were going to fold shop. Uh, came back and won the game, and... Um, you're right. Jimmy Butler didn't play after the first quarter. Jimmy, yep. Jimmy Butler only played seven minutes, or I'm sorry, 12 minutes uh, in that entire game. Um, but she does, you know, there's certain things that when, when the Lakers are playing a really good, uh, really bad team, you and I are probably going to be extra. Wait a minute. You got Anthony Davis. You got uh, Russell Westbrook. When when they're playing teams like Cleveland and Houston and OKC, the conversation is going to be different. I thought last night, I, I really truly believe this. I think Miami is one of the top four teams in the Eastern Conference. I think there's no question about that when it's when all the dust settles. Yeah. And it's not that the Lakers played perfect basketball. It's not that they it's not like they looked great in certain situations. I think twenty two turnovers yesterday. We'll talk about quite a few. <laughs> some of their late some of their late game execution, Anything which there mind? really isn't any late game <laughs> any execution. Position in particular that jumps to the front of the list. But Trav, I, I'll say this. In the NBA right now, if you watch, and a little bit later, we'll get through some of the other teams around the league, um, wins are not easy to come by. And if you're the Lakers and you don't have LeBron James, they're definitely not easy to come by. Can I kind of add to a little bit of list here? Mm-hmm. Austin Reeves, Rajon Rondo, LeBron James, Trevor Ariza, THT, Kendrick Dunn. They miss it. That's not usual. You have six guys. <laughs> six guys. They had nine guys dressed up yesterday, right? Yeah, so no, they were shorthanded. I, I think the fact that you were able to walk away with a win, that's two games that went into overtime, and you found a way to kind of it, – it's its not going to be the blueprint of how basketball should be played, but I think if you're a Laker fan, you should feel good because it was the Miami Heat, it's a decent team, and both teams were a little beat up, and the Lakers came out. Okay. I – I'm trying very hard to be positive. I think I did a pretty good job of coming out of the gate and being positive and saying that they won the game, and that's good. And Miami is a team that has championship aspirations of their own, and Sounds that's good. good. Next topic. No, but you, you said too many things in the, in the response that made me go, come on, man. I, I get it. The Lakers were shorthanded. They were. They were missing a bunch of guys. You listed them all off. They would nine guys in uniform. You said, it's not very many. It's a pretty short rotation. Anthony kind of worked to their advantage a little bit. Russell Westbrook played. Mm -hmm. Carmelo Anthony played. It wasn't that those three guys were there and Austin Reeves and Rajon Rondo and a couple of the other guys that you're talking about had to carry the water and Mm -hmm. win the game. Mm -hmm. That would be a very different question. We keep talking about how the Lakers are, well, LeBron's not there. They're shorthanded, which is true, but I think it's misleading. Anthony Davis played. 
Russell, yep. what they, I, I, I'm, I'm going to keep hitting this because this is what I was told, that these are the guys that are there for when LeBron is not there. Mm-hmm. And they were, and they won. But I, I don't think this is some sort of you know, unbelievable ability. You have two of the best players in the league, theoretically. Can you I, have two guys that are out there. Play, and by the way, they both played pretty well in times. They both had some moments where it's like, wait, what? Yep, but, yep. And we'll, we'll cover all of that. But I, I, I'm with you. Full stop. They they won the game, and that's really good. But I I do not. I'm very uncomfortable with portraying the Lakers as some sort of sisters of the poor who are totally undergunned and undermanned when they go out there. If those two guys are playing, because those guys are high level performers, and they shouldn't be treated as look at the gutty little guys that found a way to win a game. They're they're mega stars in this league. So I, I I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to kind of put this. I'm gonna have to update your expectations. They so are just continuing dudes. not to show, and I'm talking about Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. Put those three together because sure. I, I know those are the the stars that you're referring to. Sure, Dwight too. Um, do you feel good? I I could say something two weeks ago, and then two weeks later come back and say, Trav, I've seen enough of it to where my expectation is changing until they prove me otherwise. So when you say Al, don't tell me that against the Miami Heat, they didn't have anybody. They have a couple All-Stars, a couple Four MVPs. Hall of Famers play last they have, night. Right. <laughs> I mean, Dwight, obviously different. Carmelo, he's not going to continue to give you 29 points. But the two main ones, the two main ones are Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Those are the main ones. Would you agree with me that if our conversation, our chatter two weeks ago was, hey, these two guys can carry the Lakers when LeBron is out, do you feel like that storyline is different today than it was two weeks ago based upon what we've seen? Yes, but that's that's a different question because you're saying the storyline has changed, but what I'm hearing the is— The results have changed. The results have changed for sure. Mm-hmm. The, the results have not been there. You know, Last night they got a good result. That's wonderful. But my, my overarching point is— w- I, have we decided that Anthony Davis, because he's had a, a weird three weeks, that Russell Westbrook, because he's had a weird three weeks, that all of a sudden they've gone from stars in this league to I got to wait and see? No. Um, that, that, that's what I'm hearing. No, it's the mix together so far has not shown, hey, if Braun is not in these games, we're still going to come out, be ourselves, put up monster numbers, you feel our presence through 48 minutes, and we're going to walk away with a 14-point win. That That's my point. My point is, is that – um, coming out of – you know why the Lakers won last night? Mm. give you a perfect example. You know why they won? wasn't because of Russ. wasn't because of AD. wasn't because of Carmelo Anthony. There were three other guys. Malik Monk in particular. Malik Monk, but even – you know, Malik Monk 100% in particular. But you got 17 from Avery Bradley. Yeah. You got Wayne Ellington, yeah. who really hasn't got a chance to play yet this year. He had the injuries everything else. He had four threes. There was, for the first time, a legitimate – um, hey, there are players out there other than those three guys that can contribute, that you can rely on. That's why they won the game. Yeah, no, for sure. Those other guys were really good last night. They caught a couple of breaks along the way where they're banking in baseline three-pointers. There was some stuff that was going on. Uh, here's the number one. You're, you're right, that the supporting cast was the difference last night. Couldn't agree more. There was something else that took place last night that I, and this is not me setting anything up, not me being negative. I'm being 100% authentic and positive when I say this. There was an edge to the way that they played last mm. night that I haven't seen all all season long. There was a little bit of desperation, a little bit of hunger, a little bit of 
I, almost like, guys, tonight we really need to. And maybe it was all the guys that were missing. Maybe it was because they were super shorthanded. Maybe it was because they were playing against Miami. Maybe it was just the fact that they've played a handful of games so far and really haven't put a, a great uh, performance together. But last night, even when it was ragged, right, even through points of the of the fourth quarter where both teams were playing really ragged, mm-hmm. there was a an, an edge to the way that they played that I really liked, that I had really not seen in, throughout the entire Oklahoma City games and the Houston game and even the, some of the other games where they've won and the, certainly the Portland game where they got blown out. I have not seen edge from these guys, and it's not – effort it's a very i've been struggling with it all morning trying to come up with a word to quantify what it is i was seeing last night and i don't have it but there was something about the way that they played that was a little more desperate a little more intense a little more just hard edged than anything i've seen all season long and i loved it because while it was ragged yeah it was extremely competitive they were in, they were in on every possession last night i really enjoyed that part. was that the best win of the year so far no question okay i would agree with you right and and i think there is something to that you know when you beat the charlotte hornets in overtime okay cool but you know i, I don't know there's a lot of i think extra layers that you can put to it when you beat the San Antonio, this is Lakers 3-0 in overtime. They beat the San Antonio Spurs. It took care of the Rockets. You kind of look at even the Memphis game at Staples Center where LeBron was playing. I think there's something in what you just said. Sometimes, you know, there's skill, right? You want to have skill, and sure. of course you want to have the right players. And then there's other times, let's just find a way to freaking win. It doesn't matter how we get there. Just find a way to win. Miami had their chances yesterday. I mean, there was a oh. point. There was a point in the game where if like, Tyler Hero catches that ball cleanly, I think they're probably still playing. I, and, and, <laughs> and I know you were getting incredible amount of joy of as many overtimes as possible. We'll this guy in the later. prep call, you're unbelievable. This guy, you don't I'm know kind how of much. A bad guy. How much I wish it was going to go to three <laughs> or four overtimes. Like, where the hell did that come from? When Hero came off that screen and was open by ten feet. I'm like, oh, this is going down for sure. Yeah, Al's got at too. least a double overtime they in missed, him tonight. They missed so many threes. They, well, the they Miami missed Heat a bunch did. of threes, mm-hmm. and they took a bunch of bad threes. They, mm-hmm. It was a combination of the two. But Hero was Hero's a really good shooter. Yeah. He was wide open, and he just fumbled the pass. Yeah. If he catches it in rhythm, you're still you're still at Staples Center still there waiting right for the post game. We're probably not even on the air right now. You're probably I'm probably sitting here waiting for you to wrap up post game. Emily's texting so you. Yeah, probably about another 30 minutes. We <laughs> just got He's got to do the player of the game yeah. presented <laughs> by right. Toyota. That's right. I was um, kind of hoping that's how it was going to go. So you agree that it was the best win of the season so far? No doubt. You agree that there was an extra kind of grit and toughness to that game. And then you also agree, hey, Lakers still got a long way to go. It's not like it was perfect basketball. I think it's interesting when you always bring up the, you know, the portion about um, the portion about the you still got Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. You know, you're expecting a lot more from those two players. They did not win the game yesterday because of both of those players, and we'll get into that in a second. They won it because uh, some of the other guys. Can I give you a quick little update here? Hit me. So Lakers Media Relations just put out Austin Reeves Uh-oh. diagnosed with a strained left hamstring will be reevaluated by the team uh, in two weeks, two. So he's down for two weeks, at, at least, least two weeks. They'll reevaluate him then, and then go. Is there? I mean, the, the G League or AAA basketball or whatever we're calling. It, I, you're going to have to dip into some sort of secondary market to find some warm bodies. So, They're just dropping like flies. So I, I think what we could do. Let, let's do a couple things here when we come back. First, first off, if you want to give your thoughts on last night's game, you can. 
877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. But I think, Trav, in a weird way, tightening up the rotation can actually be good for the Lakers. And I'll explain what I mean when we come back. Plus, um, you know, you had mentioned a couple things about, very briefly, the possessions at the end of the game. I don't know what the Lakers are doing towards the end of the game. We'll talk about the last two games, two games in a row. They had the ball in the final possession and the shots that they uh, the shots that they took. We'll do that coming up next. Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Best win of the season by far. I, I mean, is there is there another one that's even in the conversation? First of all, they've only played, what, 12 games? So, no, but I think the circumstances, I think, uh, you know, anytime you can get a win without LeBron and, and Jimmy Butler misses the last three quarters, like that's a that's a big difference of the game. But how are we supposed to sympathize with other teams with injuries when the Lakers just continue to have guys falling down? So I, I, I mentioned this. Falling down and add Austin Reeves to the add list. By the way, this is how weird the season has mm-hmm. gone. That feels significant. Yeah, I know. Like, had we said that, hey, by the way, 12 games in, Austin Reeves is going to go down for a couple of weeks. If we said that at media day, it would have been – Okay, <laughs> I don't there know could if it be even some good to this. Th- this is something else. Let, let me let me kind of explain why there could be some good to this. If there's one thing that I haven't got so far this season, you know, I I, I don't know. I have no idea what the rotation is going to be. I have no idea who's going to get big minutes. The really, you know, Coach Vogel. One of the one of the positives having so many players that you can go to is you have so many players you can go to. One of the negatives is. You don't really know. There's nobody really standing out who you can go to in crunch time or something along those lines. So yesterday, Malik Monk, Avery Bradley, Wayne Ellington. Those three guys were legitimate. Hey, you got to at least respect them from the outside. You got to respect their jumper. You got to respect. So maybe there is some rhythm that can come out of this for some of these other role players. That's the hope. But I'll tell you what, Trav, it all means nothing if they come out tomorrow and they lose to the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's (laughs) It's like, okay, then it means nothing. Yeah, no, there's... (laughs) There's something to figuring out what you got. There's something to trying to figure out if maybe the, and I'm not even going to put name names, the 11th guy on your team maybe plays really well with the fourth guy on your team. And and mixing and matching a bunch of different combinations to figure out where the, the successes are. The downside is what you're saying, that sometimes it's I'm trying so many different recipes, I'm trying so many different things to make it work that I'm overlooking it's still the fact bland. that it's, I, I, I have yeah. three things here that are really good. Let's just let's just run the three things that are really good. Um, brings us to this, the idea of what we saw at the end of the game. Yeah. That was really bad. Regulation. End um, of regulation, mm-hmm. tie game. Lakers um, have the final possession. They, there's twenty. There's like twenty three seconds and change. So they literally have an entire shot clock, you know, or just a, a half a second short of an entire shot. They have the ball out of bounds. They're coming out of a of a clock stoppage. Mm-hmm. You have the last shot. You literally just have to take a shot. Maybe maybe take it with four or five seconds left. Maybe get a tip in something something like that. And they come out, and the play was inbound the ball to Russ. He's going to dribble for twenty seconds. We're going to get down to two or three seconds, and he's going to take a pretty heavily contested 
25-foot three-point shot that came, didn't come within 100 miles of going in. You know who really liked that play? Me? Miami. Yeah, well, Eric Spolstra. Of course. They were, you, and yeah. Carmelo Anthony's at the top of the circle, the mm-hmm. three-point line, like with his hands out, like in, in ready position, like, okay, I'm right here. And unlike the other games we've talked about, it, he wasn't defended within an inch. They, there was a little space. If he wanted to kick it, he could have. I, I, I agree Whose fault with you. is that? It's I, I'm two, asking it's, you because I'm, I'm curious people, to get your thoughts. Yep. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. It's two and a half people. Mm-hmm. Frank Vogel is a full for drawing up whatever that was. I can't, I can't imagine that he took out his grease board and said, Russ, dribble for 20 seconds and take up a contested three-point shot. I can't imagine it. I, I, okay, I, I, okay if, the, if that's what happened, mm-hmm. we got much larger problems than some other things. Uh, Russell Westbrook for running that play mm-hmm. or, or deciding to freelance, whatever it was, mm-hmm. one of those two. And then I don't even want to give him half. I'll give him like an eighth. I think there's a little bit of Anthony Davis running. Oh, hell no. No, give me the ball. I was waiting give, for that one, too. Give I like it that. to me down like here. That. I'm going to win this game. There's Nobody's down here is going to be able to stop me. We, he had another game where he was pretty good in the paint. So I think there's a lot to go around. But let me play this out. If that was the result of Russell Westbrook just saying, bleep it, I'm going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Not not And again, let me be very specific. Not because I want to be the hero, watch me do this thing. No, I have confidence in myself. That, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that I think the best option is for me to try to break somebody down off the dribble, and if it's not there, I'll take a jumper. That is That possession mm-hmm. is the part that, that makes me terrified for what the Lakers might be at the end of the season. Because if that was not the play, if that was just it yep. happened, we got real. Because that, help that, you out that was the exact I got possession you. that made me say, hey, guys, are we sure this is a good idea? That possession right I'm there. I'm going to help you out right here, and I think this is going to calm the waters for you, or it's going to make you go into more of a frenzy. One of the two is going to happen. Um, okay, so first off, phone number is 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the show. Okay, so this is the thing that I'm going to take you back on. Last night, 23 seconds left. Russell Westbrook's got the ball. He dribbles the ball, and then he takes a three. Game before that was against the Charlotte Hornets. Almost identical. The Lakers are tied. Anthony Davis has the ball 25 feet out. He's dribbling the ball, and he shoots up an air ball, and that's the possession that they run. Let me Uh go back further. Lakers against the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road. Russell Westbrook has the ball, takes a three, about 30 seconds left. Lakers get the offensive rebound, call the timeout. You know what they run out of the timeout? Malik Monk dribbling the ball, isolation, takes a three, an air ball. I bring that up to you because there's been three or four positions so far, three or uh, four positions so far, where um, the Lakers have had a chance to win the game at the end, and they don't run a play. That's The, the issue is they don't run a play. If you're Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. Let, let's just focus on Russell Westbrook. You in the fourth quarter were clutch. You had a great fourth quarter. Yeah, I, He hit a couple shots to tie the game, got, to put the Lakers you up. You got all of the good Russ in the fourth quarter, too. You, you, were, you, yeah, were, for you sure. were making plays happen. For sure. Russ, go to the basket. Put the pre- If there's one thing that Russell Westbrook <laughs> can do, it's he could get to the basket. Uh-huh. So go to the baskets. But, but I, I want to put Russ to the side. I want to put AD to the side. I want to put Malik Monk to the side. Run a play. If you're Coach Vogel, too, <laughs> Look, come out. You, you think Eric Spolster, if he's got the ball with you 20, saw what Eric Spolster with 23 did when he had, seconds left. He had the ball with five seconds left, and they got a good They're shot. They're running seven different plays, yeah. motions, guys cutting, all that stuff. I, I, I get that you have star players that can end the game for you, 
But my man, even Kobe Bryant in his prime, you know what he would do? As good of as good as a player as he was, he's not taking a twenty three footer. No. He's taking you in the block. He's gonna get that fadeaway eighteen footer. Maybe his draw a sig- foul. his signature shot. You know yeah, what I mean? So I, I I think the uh, their their execution at the end that that part two, that two part things. I number one, I give me the pen. I'd like to sign up for your timeshare. You sold me on that. Okay, it's it's good. Your your timeshare. I have a tendency was- once I I got the sale to keep talking. <laughs> You got me. You get you 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 got me on the on the. Hey, look. Here's what the the possessions have been. They all kind of look the different players. All the managers are like, okay, he bought it. What do we do from here? What yeah. do we do now? What now? What do we do? So I've bought it. I'm I'm in. I'll take um the the weekend in the middle of July when no one else wants it. That's 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 how it's going to go. Um, you're you're right about that. Here here's the other side of it. Mm-hmm. If you said to Eric Spolstra, hey, what's the one shot you want the Lakers to take? It would have been that. You're right. It, it, the, the no question one, about the, it. Of the five guys on the court, yep. what do what's the if you you get to choose, what do you want? I'd like Russ to take a contested a contested three pointer. And you know, what and that's be, what they got. And you know, you know what he'd be much less confident about if the ball's in Russ's hand. Him going to the basket. Russ going of to course. the basket. Well, look, last night was such an interesting game because I, I still put it on Coach Vogel. I really do. I, I, I really, really do on that. I, I'm in. I'm I'm packing my bags. I'm going for my three days, Tuesday to Thursday. Which is my the, the timeshare that I've purchased from you. We've never that, sold one. That We've being, never sold a timeshare. That being said, though, I, I get it. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe it's the worst design in the history of NBA basketball. Yep, possibly. We've seen mm-hmm. it more than once. Russell Westbrook's not a rookie. Anthony Davis is not a rookie. Carmelo Anthony's not a rookie. These guys, when that gets in, guys, uh-uh, no. Here's what we're gonna do. You, you think LeBron James would have stood around and let that happen? Of course not. You think that Kobe Bryant would have stood around and watched something like that happen? Of course not. It's a tie game. It's not I, like that's you're, what it you means. know what I mean. Like, it, it was. It's not like you're down two or you're it, down it was, three. No, it's it a was tie really, game. really extraordinary. Let's try our first phone call on the Dr. Pepper call in line today. Let's go to Ray in Whittier. Ray, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Ray? Hey, good after, uh, Good morning, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? We're right. good, bud. Thank you. Yes. Um. My my thing on last night's game. You know, I think they played with a little bit of, um, I guess urgency. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, about Russell Westbrook, you know, these last few games, and he kind of reminds me of Kenley Jansen in the ninth inning. You don't know what you're going to get with him. Hmm. Um, and that's basically how I feel about Russell. You know, like him through the whole, through the whole three quarters and beginning of the fourth quarter, but we've got to take him out in the last four minutes of each game. He's killed us a few times. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks for calling in, Ray. I, I think that it was it's the worst version of Kenley Jansen. It's not the Kenley Jansen that we saw towards the last half of the season where Kenley Jansen was really good. It's the Kenley Jansen where there's guys on base all night and there's a double and there's a long fly ball to the warning track and there's a strikeout and then there's an infield hit and then there's another strikeout and then you escape with a win, right? Because there's a line drive right at the center fielder. That that's what Russell Westbrook is. Not this. Hey, there's good nights and bad. It's all of it, all at the same time. Last night was a perfect example. It is all of it at the same of, time. Of, Twenty-five, fourteen, and twelve, and eight, uh, and eight turnovers, <laughs> and eight. Yep, eight and, turnovers. And that's what it is. You saw him going to the baskets. Like there it is. That's it. That's that's what the Lakers need out of Russell Westbrook. There was a point where he found Anthony Davis on a lob as he was going through, and, and Davis fills the lane, and they get a great finish, and the place is rocking, and he's fired up, yeah. and AD's yeah. fired up, and you just, you've got that juice in the building that is real, right? Teams can feed off of that. And then there's the next possession where it's a turnover, and it just sucks all of the energy out of the building. It's all of it possession to possession. You're 
may disagree with this, you may not. I, I really, really genuinely feel that 30 games from now, 40 games from now, I don't think that's it's still going to be eight turnovers. I really don't. I, I really think that that it number be. is going to start coming down. And, oh, by the way, there will come a time where LeBron is in the game and a lot of these situations, LeBron's also going to be a facilitator. And maybe it's Russ benefiting off LeBron passing him the ball than Russ trying to set somebody else up. That's the hope, and I, I think that will happen. Um, but I still walk away from yesterday's game. Was it perfect? No. You got a good win against the Miami Heat. Lakers obviously needed it, and, and that, that part was fantastic. All right, it's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, and the straightest talk of all is they finally got a win that you can kind of hang your hat on. For the first time, all you say, look, they beat Miami. Did Jimmy Butler play? Yeah, not much. He twisted his ankle and only played the first quarter. So what? Bam Adebayo was there. Hero was there. Mm-hmm. Some of their other good players. By the way, I did not know this. Miami Heat have a gaucho on their squad. Who's that? Gabe Vincent is a UC Santa Barbara guy. Mm. So you beat a team with a gaucho, you've done something very, very impressive, and the Lakers were able to get it done last night. It is a very, very good win. Laker fans all over the phones. We're going to get to those 877-710-ESPN. There was some other stuff in that game, too. The Charger? To oh, boy. Oh, boy. And your Charger is still, still missing. I think I'm, the, I'm the, down uh, to 51% right detectives now. Detectives from Rampart Division are at the door. They're here to uh, figure out exactly what happened. figure this out. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're going to pick up that uh, torch and carry it? The dumb question torch? Or is that my responsibility? Let's just let it happen naturally. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Whoever. Yeah, let's not have to. Want it to be authentic. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to have to pre-write a dumb question. You just want it to come out organically. I understand. Um, Here's. We've talked a lot about the positives that took place last night. Big win. I yep. thought there was tremendous. I've heard different energy, different effort, feel to it, a little more grit, grind to it. Have mm-hmm. you felt at any point through this season that the Lakers weren't competitive? Because I'm not. I, I feel like they're playing hard. I don't think it's been a lack of of effort. I don't think it's a no, lack. I, of, I, it's, I, it's 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 indefinable. No, I think there are times where I'm like, guys, uh, somebody want to run back down the other side of the floor. The defense. I'm talking about a different thing. Yes, couple, a couple times. More. I feel like no, they could have some more energy somewhere. The, the game against the Blazers, mm-hmm. where they just got you know they, they mailed it in. I mean, it, it's it's kind of funny in sports. It's like all right, if somebody punches you, what do you how about this? Perfect example. Yesterday, you're talking about the Holyfield Tyson fight, right? Yeah. And I brought that up to Michael in the pregame show, and it, Michael took me back down memory lane as well. He was on a radio show in Portland at the time. Yeah. And saying that he was the only one taking Holyfield. Everyone's taking Tyson. I, Michael taking knows Tyson. his boxing. I believe him. And, you know, it was kind of that, okay, well, the bully's going to punch first. What are you going to do about it? 
there have been times of the Lakers, it's like they take a couple punches and you're waiting for them. You're going to throw some punches back or are you just going to let somebody uh, dictate how the game is going to go? Yesterday they threw some punches back. It's Yes, they did, but it's part of it, and I'm, I'm, I'm circling in on the word. I'm surrounding, okay. getting closer. It was a collective competitiveness. It was a team competitiveness. I like that. As, as good before, way to put it. It was when Russ has the ball in his hands, I get that he's trying to score a basket. He's trying to, to run the offense, all of these things, but it feels like sometimes there's four other guys waiting around for him to do his thing, and then when it's my turn, I'll do my thing, and then it's your turn, you do your thing, whereas yesterday it felt like all five guys were trying to get something done collectively, which has not felt like that for a, a good portion of the season, so I think that's very good news as well. The downside is the turnovers were still through the roof. The point total was still through the roof at 117. They still gave up a, a ton of easy baskets. Their defense is still, uh, I guess if we're being generous, a work in progress. Jimmy Butler didn't play. There were still a whole bunch of things that you had to get a little luck. A couple of baseline three-point shots needed to bank in. You needed to catch Tyler Hero needs to drop a wide-open three where he just fumbles the handle on the ball. You needed to catch a few breaks to barely win in overtime. And and I go back to this, and I know this is going to probably sound. Uh, listen, if the Lakers had started off this season, Trav, if you if you had told me, man, Russ and Anthony Davis dominating games, you know what? Look, when Lakers are in a game in the fourth quarter, they just pull away. They just haven't given us enough to make you think. You know, if they'd have lost a game yesterday, I don't think you and I would have been shocked or surprised. Even without Jimmy Butler, this was a game. So if they lost that game yesterday, you and I would have been sitting here, man. Um, you guys couldn't have figured out to do it with the talent that you have, but they did figure it out, they did. And, and we kind of give them give them that credit for that one day, and we'll see what happens against the T-Wolves coming up on uh, tomorrow. All right, let's try another one. Dr. Pepper, call in line. Let's go to Los Angeles and Stuart. Stuart, you're on with Travis Ansley. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Stuart. Doing good, man. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I just wanted to say, um, with Russell Rush's book, sometimes you can praise him and sometimes you can curse him all from – from possession to possession. Sometimes he does things where you can say, oh, I can see why he's in the top 75 in the NBA. And other times you can say, man, I can see why he's been on four teams in four years. You know, I just have to wait to the end of the season and see how things turns out and see what the trade works or not. Stuart, appreciate you calling in. This is probably the best example I could give, Trav. And listen, let me say this. Russ... He's gonna have to be. He's gonna have to be better. He's just going to. I mean, it, it's one thing to have the points, the rebounds, and assists. Fantastic. Can't have that many turnovers. Your shot selection has to be better. So even if even if he's not shooting the best percentage, don't take threes. You're not a three point shooter. There's a reason why they're leaving you wide open. Try to attack the basket. There's other things, Russ. I think as the season progresses, 25, 30, 40 games from now, I don't think he's going to be making the same mistakes. I mean, he can't. They can't. Right. You can't have a guard. Give up eight turnovers a game. You just can't. That's that's not how it's going to be. This is a perfect example, I think. You know, in the NFL, um, you have certain quarterbacks that can win you games, and they don't have to have the big, sexy numbers in the process. They don't have to throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns. They just they 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 find a way to just hit that quick slant for seven yards. They keep the chains moving. They're not uh, they're not giving up a, a an interception and a fumble, and then the next possession they run for forty yards because they're also fast. Like all we need from Russell Westbrook, take as best as you can the strengths that you have, even if those strengths come down a little bit. That's okay. 
Just be less careless with the ball. Um, be more strategic with whatever you're doing. Understand the game that in that final possession, I'll blame it on Coach Still, that final possession, you're much better off trying to get to the basket than taking a 25-footer. C- can you be that quarterback that is methodical, like just slowly moving the ball down the floor? I don't know if he can, but I, the hope is in 30, 40 games. What you're asking him is to be Russell Wilson and not Brett Favre. Let's 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 eliminate a bunch of mistakes. Yeah. Let's get out of bounds. Let's slide. Let's take the first down and, and get to the next play. That's, a good, that's actually let's a good example. Let's take a sack. Yeah. Let's make sure that we don't turn it over. Let's don't fumble. Let's don't throw interceptions. If there's a play there for you to run for thirty yards, take it. If I can hit a home run to DK Metcalf, take it. It can't be Brett Favre where I had four touchdowns, but I also threw three interceptions. Yeah. I had nine incompletions in a can't row. Can't be Matt Stafford when you're in the end zone. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it, because look, Russell Wilson's going to the Hall of Fame. Shots fired Brett, at Stafford. Brett Favre's going to the Hall of Fame. Yep, yep. They're, they're in. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That they're both great players, but sometimes you just need a guy that just keeps the trains running on time, as opposed to a quote gunslinger. Do you agree with this? That thirty games from now, forty games from now, you think that. The mistakes he's making today or the carelessness that he has, um, just that's a part of his game. Do you think that comes down? I don't. Do you know what his career turnover average is? I don't. Can I guess? Yeah. Six. Four. Four. Okay. Okay. Look, Uh, a turnover a quarter is... Um, it's fine. very reasonable. Plus, by the way, LeBron's going to be there. LeBron's going <laughs> to give you three, but four so now, turnovers. Now, now you're getting back into the territory where I hope that you're right as opposed to I think that you're right. I hope I think that these numbers I think come down. Fun. I hope that his game starts to mold into something like we're talking about. Do I think it's going to happen? got to find where he don't fits know. in and where he's most effective. And uh, again, we could give, I think that's a perfect caller. The guy says that in the same sentence, you could praise him and then you could also criticize him. In the same sentence, you yeah. could be like, oh my God, what a great and possession. Look at that right. rebound. Oh, wait, why'd you throw the ball there? Yeah. He's, he's, when Brett Favre was no, 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 yes. He's yes, 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the opposite and exactly the same thing. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Funch apparently is taking his requisite four days, five weeks. You know what? happened I, I, I think no i think i know what happened ever since we asked him to watch the godfather he doesn't he like has anymore. become no he's become more like mafioso <laughs> like he thinks he is all he's of a don sudden corleone? he thinks he's don corleone all right so he has this like i'll show up when i want to well fredo is in the chair today <laughs> we got a, <laughs> we've got a, zach attack zach is coming attack up coming next up. Right, it's travis lee 710 espn Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So does Funch work the Laker games, or does he just come and go as he pleases? I'm confused as to his attendance on this show. When you're a godfather, like Funch's is, you kind of show up at the end of the month, and every business out there is paying you a tax. <laughs> just collecting So Funch, right. he comes when he wants to come. And All if right. he doesn't want to come, and here's another thing. 
Don't ever look him directly in the eyes. Put your head down when you come. Respect. Show some respect. Exactly right. Some That's damn how it works. respect. Look, we're getting closer to announcing the name and everything else about our award show that's right. coming up mm-hmm. in uh, after the the first of the year, right around Super Week, and we'll give you all the details that's coming up on Tuesday. But it's going to be very hard for Funch to win any of these awards if he's never here, if he's never present. Funch, um, he kind of funds the whole thing, so he's not worried about that. Oh, Those little bankroll? awards that's happening, ah, yeah, right. this is a guy that's running the whole show. We'll pay him tribute when it happens. Until then, it's a Zach attack. Zach attack. Zach attack. What's up, Zach? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Um, since today is Veterans Day, I just wanted to know, what are your favorite movies involving the military? So, for me, this is a really easy one, because this is not only one of the favorite movies involving the military, it's one of my favorite movies, full stop, is Saving Private Ryan. It Gosh, is dang it. it. It is. Can't pick that it, one. It's still, Al, every yeah. time you see it, if you're flipping around, if it's on HBO yep. or it's just on TV or whatever, um, the opening, what is that, 15 or 20 minutes where they're taking the beach- oh. Oh. Is is we and you realize it's it, you stop watching a movie for half a second and you put yourself in. Could I have done that? Could I have gone on one of those boats as mm. it's approaching Omaha Beach, and know that the second that that front of the boat goes down, it's on like mm. that, and mm. the odds of you getting through it are not great. No, thank you. That is a uh, a, a different sort of person. That is a different sort of hero. You're and, right. And every time that I see that movie, it puts me back in that space. So for me, that's that's an easy one. Saving Private Ryan. All right, I'll throw in a couple more here. Saving Private Ryan is one of the best one. Um, Do you ever watch American Sniper? Yeah. Do you ever see that one? That was Bradley fantastic. Cooper. And the the storyline behind it and mm-hmm. kind of the um, it was re- really good movie. Do you remember uh, Crimson Tide? Oh yeah, it's a good movie. It's another good one, but yeah. I, I I'm with you that Saving one Private ping Ryan. One ping only, Vasily. <laughs> one ping S- only. Saving, we, uh, Saving ca- Private Ryan is is I think the best military movie that's out there, and I think the the way you describe that opening scene. I mean, listen, if you never watched the movie, you're not getting through that opening scene no. without just being it. so fully entrenched. You know, it's in one it. of the few movies, and, and I mean, we all love movies, right? Who doesn't like going to the movies? But it's one of the few movies I've ever seen where after the movie ended, you're walking back to your car, you're driving home, you're sitting in your house. You're moved. Day, you're, you're still thinking, could I have done that? Mm. Could, could, could I have summoned enough courage to go do what those men did? Mm. And I don't know what the answer is. It, it was extraordinary. Do we count uh, Forrest Gump as a military movie? Because I think that's a pretty great one. It has it a military a lot, component. A lot of, I don't, I don't of think I think stuff. of that right out either. the gate, but I, I know what you're saying. You're right. Yeah. It has a military component there. Yeah. All right. Um, so former Laker and current Washington Wizard Kyle Kuzma hit a game winning three. Mm-hmm. And so that I just want to know, it looks like he's getting off to a hot start with the Washington Wizards. Is he falling into this whole thing where a former Laker that was drafted and came up is now going to thrive? So if you could bring back from the six players that I'm about to name, if you could bring okay. back two, who would it be? Alex Caruso, Julius Randle, D'Angelo Russell, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram or Kuzma? Sleep. So you got to bring two back. Okay. So, two. all right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start taking some off the list right out the gate. Go. D'Angelo Russell. I don't want. Ding. Uh, Kyle Kuzma. I'm good. Ding. Let him do his thing. Um, it's gonna come down to I think three for me between Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle, and Lonzo Ball. And I'm going to eliminate – I think I got my answer here. I think I would take back 
Julius Randle, and Brandon Ingram. I think those would be the two guys I'd bring back. And I have a tough time with Lonzo because I'm a big fan of Lonzo's game. He had seven threes yesterday. He was on fire. Alex Caruso, Caruso is a fantastic role player. He had yeah. 16 points. But I think I'd go with those two guys. And by the way, I have no problem seeing these dudes succeed. I really don't. No. I mean, the Lakers got what they needed. The Pelicans are 14 years away of being competitive. And even if the Knicks are having some success, even if the Bulls are having some success, even if these other Laker players have, I have no problem with it. Why? Because the Lakers already got a championship out of all this. Yeah, look, the, my list is a little different. I would take Caruso for sure for all the reasons we talked about yesterday. It just He fit perfectly for what they were doing, and there's another reason that I'm going to get to in a second. I think the other guy would take, and I'm, again, this is the Travis tour of saying things I was wrong about. I think Lonzo would be my next pick. Mm. I, I was not a huge fan when they drafted him. I was happy to see him go. I did not, but he's improved tremendously. His his shot is improved. He's in a good situation too. He, he is, and they want him. So there you go. You yeah. brought me to the next part, and there's the part. Here's why Julius Randle is a no for me. Do you see what happened in the Knicks last night? They fell way behind the Bucks against Milwaukee. Yep, and the thing was they're behind by 24. Mm-hmm. Thibodeau benched his entire starting lineup, mm. and they came all the way back. Mm. Okay, and they ended up losing the game anyway. But Julius Randle's also the reason the Knicks were eliminated from the playoffs as quickly as they were. He just lost his mind. Well, you know, you, you know where <laughs> Randle is in the best situation. Let me use it as as an example. If AD's the five, yeah, and Randle's in a like power forward role where there's a lot of other things you could kind of hide him on, that's where he would be at his best. I, 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 he's not on my list because he doesn't understand it's not about him. So I don't, I don't need that. I need guys that know their role on this team, and that's why a guy like Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram are are not there. That there are some guys that are very comfortable doing it here in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Alex Caruso was very comfortable being here. He, he just he understood his role in this team. And those guys, Kuzma liked being a Laker. I think he was trying to do it, but the eyeballs that come along with wearing that uniform—it's a totally different deal. It's very—it's very. I don't want to say it's easy. Yeah, it's easier to go light it up in Washington D.C. on the Wizards than it is to wear the Laker uniform and have to do it alongside LeBron it's James. Not it's not a very different. Dynamic. It's not too often where you look at one of these young players and you're actually rooting for them to leave. Like I got to be honest, Kuzma. I'm like man, Kuz needs a fresh start somewhere else. It's it's gonna be of benefit to him and the Lakers need more veterans anyways they ended up Carmelo's kind of playing whatever role Kuzma couldn't play what's next Zach all right last one uh Black Friday is around the corner and I keep on getting spam emails about it so I just want to know forward them to Travis (laughs) at I don't know why I was trying to tag you on Twitter. <laughs> there. Say, get, yeah. go, start with that email address. It's fine. Travis Rogers. At, do, you, do you ever give out? Can we give out your email address? I would prefer if you didn't. Okay, we won't. <laughs> just yourself. But I just want to know if you guys are Black Friday shoppers. And if not, do you know anybody that just happens to go hectic on it? My wife is a Black Friday shopper. Yeah. She, she will get heavily involved in the Black Friday what opportunities. So what does it mean? Like, so Well, she... it used to be the morning after Thanksgiving. Right. We would go out and there'd be special deals from, mm-hmm. you know, 6 a.m. until noon or whatever. What well, time would she uh, go out there? She she wasn't always like the She wasn't the one with a lawn chair out yep. in front of Target at 4 a.m. Yep. That wasn't her deal, but she'd go Pushing out there people in front of Walmart. Early. Now, like, like you just said, Zach, Black Friday emails are showing up already. Uh, I am not. I, I do 90% of my mm-hmm. uh, holiday shopping online. I'd like to give that. What is it, Cyber Monday? I'm much more of a Cyber Monday guy than a Black Friday guy. I am literally the worst person when it comes to this stuff. I really am because I will wait till December 23rd and start game planning. Okay, what are we going to do here? What are we doing this year? <laughs> what? I, what I'm would the Lady guy. Slee I, like I'm, this year? I'm not kidding when I tell you this. You buy that perfume set from the CVS. <laughs> what do you, you get doing? To get cards from Albertsons. <laughs> 
Ooh, look at this Babe, Paco, Outback. Paco Rabanne cologne set. Outback Steakhouse gift card. Just uh, heads up. I've already used $40. There's about $60 left on this. Um, I'm not kidding when I tell you this. Do you want to know a secret to shopping for the holidays? Nobody's going to agree or understand where I'm going with this. You ever go shop on Christmas Eve? No. No? <laughs> no? There is a understanding at the mall. Everyone looks at each other. We're, yep. getting, we're just here yep. to knock this Me out. Me and you. <laughs> and nobody's really at the mall because every, nobody procrastinates that late into the game. So you kind of cruise around Christmas Eve. There's uh, not that many people there, and everybody that is there is on the same page. It's a very, uh, it's a very, it's a euphoric feeling. <laughs> well, ter- terror usually is. That is, it is. Here's a good rule of thumb: it is both the most disrespectful and yet genuinely appreciated gift that you can give somebody or get. Uh-huh. Starbucks gift cards. It means I put no thought into this whatsoever. But I'm also very happy to get one, right? Because who doesn't like Yeah, but that's like something you and I do together. It's not something that, you know, you tell your wife, hey, <laughs> go grab that spinach feta wrap downstairs. That's what I'm saying. Like, hey, bro, I, I, you mean a lot to me. Here's 25 bucks from Starbucks. I gave this exactly four seconds of thought. But if you gave it to me, like, cool, thanks. And you're, writing on, you're writing on the gift card there. You're, <laughs> hey, babe, just want to tell you how much I love you. How much you mean to me. I spent eight seconds filling this out uh, in the line along the way. Uh, NFL Week good. 10 right around the corner. The Raiders and Chargers and Broncos. How about that and AFC Houston. West? AFC West is a mess right now. Could we get a little clarity come Monday morning? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.